You were listening to the halftime subs. Literally. Oh god. Let's fucking go. Now here are your hosts, Brett, Curtis, and Ty. Owen, listener discretion is advised. What is going on, world? We are the halftime subs. The fat ass Oreo is back. Week 13 just ended going into week 14. It's been a crazy, crazy last week in college. We got college football playoffs set. We got some coaching changes. Alabama went Alabama on Georgia. And the fat ass Oreo is here to talk about it. I got Ty, or I got Curtis to my left, Ty to my right. We ready, boys? I'm ready. I'm ready. Let's do it. Let's get it. Let's get it. Real quick, shout out to Seven Points uh, Apparel. Is yeah. it apparel? Right. Yeah, yeah. Of Seven points apparel, <laughs> slinging some hats. So we appreciate it. Anyways, all right, guys. So the first thing I really, 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 really want to get into. Actually, no. The very first thing I want to say is, y'all all disrespected Alabama really badly, including me saying how they lost because they're going to play Georgia. And I was like, you know, they basically lost. So they're going to play Georgia. Nope, not the case. Alabama put that Alabama beat down, fucking beat down. I just, I don't know. They. Their quarterback just kept throwing interceptions. What is that, dude? It's just <laughs> Alabama was like, oh, Alabama was just that much better. Give me this. He threw that last that. one. They I were disrespected. Like, Pick six. Michigan. We, Michigan's gonna lose. They're gonna, they're gonna blow this game. And then yeah, Michigan, Michigan see, beat the show. See, too. I feel like we're gonna have a SEC championship again. Like it does kind of feel that way, but for national championship, I feel like it's going, it's going that way again. Like, so Kirby Smart. And is Owen five, I think, now against Nick Saban. And I think, if I remember correctly, four of the five games that they played, they've had a 10-point lead at one point during the game. Right. And lost all of them. And there's only one person that's beat Nick Saban out of all his assistants, and yep. that's Jimbo. Yep. Old Jimbo. And everybody else just keeps getting that shit slapped around. So, I don't at this point, I don't know. But I see another SEC championship happening. SEC. 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 That's how I see it. Now, this is where I actually want to start, though. Last night, there was a Monday night football game. (laughs) Last night, a team, at one point in time, ran 32 consecutive runs in a row. Out of the 32 runs that were consecutive in a row, I'm really, really emphasizing this. Out of 32 runs in a row, 27 were between the tackles. There was 27 straight runs at one point between the tackles. And those A and B gaps. How the hell does that happen? On the number two defense in a okay. national football league. Here's my... All right, all right. Calm down, buddy. I mean this as nice as I can be, but the Buffalo Bills aren't really the number two defense in the NFL. They're not. That's what the ranking system says. No, I don't care what the ranking say. You play the Jets. You play the Dolphins when two was still doing garbage. You get... You get the New England Patriots who can't throw a football. Y'all have played who else did y'all play? Y'all played Texans. You played the Texans. Saints. Y'all played the the Jaguars. Y'all played the Saints. Well, there's six shitty offenses right there. So is the defense really that good, or is it that six shitty offenses y'all played? That, and then now this week, y'all are gonna get the pleasure of taking a fucking beating in Tampa, and y'all are missing your top corner. It's gonna be rough, bro. I'm telling you, like, I'm sorry, Curtis. There's, 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 I'd like, I'll be there to tell you about anything Buffalo like can happen for us this season. Like, we could beat the Bucks and and 
lose the rest of the season. Like that. That's literally. It's just kind of weird because like the more things change, the more they stay the same. Like Bill Belichick still owns Buffalo, and does he? Yeah, yeah, he does. He has more wins in Buffalo than your head coach has in Buffalo. He's only been there three years. He's yeah, been there twenty. Yes, but you only play in Buffalo once a year. You play he's at home eight there. times. He's been there 20 years. No, okay. So, hold on. So this is his third year in Buffalo, right? Quick maths. We're about to do some quick math for you. There's eight home games a year. Quick math, Curtis. Okay. So that's what, 24 games by the end of this season? Okay. He's been in New England for 20 years. Okay. So that means he's only been there 20 times. Are you seeing where I'm going with this? Are you catching on to what I'm saying right now? He's made an attempt in Buffalo 20 times. And he's got more wins than the head coach does. I mean, I mean, no. it's, like, it's, it's the Patriots, bro. I feel like the Patriots didn't win as much as, as much as I feel like Belichick won. I don't feel like, like, the game, all right, so it kind of contradicts, but the Patriots won, but I don't feel like it was a Patriots win. I feel like it was Bill Belichick outcoached the shit out of the Bills. It was. Like, that, that to me is what it was. It was that and the weather. It was, like, I already knew if we couldn't stop them, we, we might as well kiss that shit goodbye. I knew and, that by And you know time. what? It was, all right, it was a game plan mastery on top of it. They took away what Josh Allen does, which his best, Josh Allen's at his best when he's moving outside of that pocket. He's good in the pocket, mm-hmm. but when he gets out of that pocket, he has a strong enough arm to throw downfield. He has to keep his eyes he, up. He has a strong enough arm to put it in a tight window when he's moving. Or he can take off. And then Bill Belichick took all of that away. He put on that. That's He put he... Bro, he literally, if you look at the plays, everything that he tried to run out of the pocket with, if he would have stayed there, everybody was wide open. They really were. The pocket was, actually was... literally... The pocket was the same place. But what happened perfect. was, is he... It was smart, though. They kept him in a situation where he had to sit in that pocket, and he's just not he used did, to that. He's just like, and it was once you've seen it, it was like, all right, bro, you don't got to do that. And, and then you get really boring on offense, and you go, all right, this box is checked. This box is checked. Yep, we're going to win a baseball game now. It's fucking yep. 14 All right, let's pass the ball to, you know, so-and-so and so-and-so, bro. Our running backs aren't that damn big, bro. Like, the offense for the Patriots, it looked like Georgia Tech and Navy had a baby. And they just left the wing T part of it and Bro. just ran and, and ran. And when they and did ran. the trap play, fucking McDermott caught it and he told Milano to just just jump that gap. Every time he jumped the gap, we were literally getting the getting tackles for loss. But I'm like, bro, why would you stop that? If you stop it, they gonna keep doing that shit. I mean, Damian Harris broke off for like seventy yards. Oh. But I do think the game did prove that Bill Belichick trusts his offensive line. Yeah, not he his trusts his running back, but he does not trust his quarterback. Oh, game plans are still through sixty-six point six percent. Yeah, that doesn't matter. But that know. that to me is like that actually was very telling. Is when these coaches are making their game plans, they're telling you a lot of times what they think. Now, there's certain times where just certain matchups are very exploitable, right. but in this scenario, like this showed you he does not trust him. Oh that just that arm strength ain't there. And I just, I just. I just knew, like, after I saw a pass that Josh threw and it didn't, it hit Stefan in the helmet, I was like, bro, don't throw the ball no more. And you know, another thing, too, is when Josh got outside the pocket, do you notice that when he got outside the pocket to throw the ball, the only part of the field that was open 
was back towards the middle of the field, so it was making him having to throw across his across body back. The, it, it, was, it, it was it was no it, sense to me. But it made no sense to you because I feel like they truly schemed it that way. Like, hey, if he gets outside the pocket, everybody yeah, flood that side to, and fo- and we, force him to go across the wind, force him to go across the snow, once you, once you and then try to make it work. The way the stadium is shaped, it's like it's just like this, and the the wind just circles in it. So at that point, you gotta you gotta face with. Okay, we got to go against the wind this quarter. We got to go with the wind this quarter. When we go against the wind, that's when everything was, was shitty for both teams. But once you went with the wind, oh, it was, it was good. It no, was that everything or... was shitty for your team. There Did was you see the with way? the wind, against the wind, Did y'all you see were shitty. The way you tried to kick that ball? It's still shitty. With the wind. How did you kick the ball <coughs> with the wind? Like, this makes no sense. He told them, he said, listen, if we get to the, 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 uh, Phil go the PAT line, I'm not sure if I'm going to fucking make it. He's like, because that wind is crazy. And they, as soon as he kicked it, that thing was straight up and straight to the right. All right, Ty, here's your chance. Your Patriots beat his Bills. Go. I have nothing to say. I said it all last week. Oh, God. It was easy. I mean... They did Bro, everything they I said they were going to do. But well, we started the year, he was they, a Jaguars fan. You, you, you got, I you said got that a lay and die with your and team. And I need to go shopping you for got, a new you team. They, were, at, they team. were two and four and in a week, so. I was stressing. We sucked. Yeah. They had you just took their fourth. They took that sucked. They took that fourth L, and he was like, I want to see if I can get a new team. I'm right. going to be a Jaguars right. fan. Rawr. Right. You and Nike. I was just shopping around. You can can browse sometimes. No, you can't. Everybody likes the window shop. You know how you try on a jersey and then you just take it off? That's what it was. I have. Ne- that, I, I can honestly say it. I have I never have put never a jersey on of a team I don't like. Right. Eh, your dad's ruining your lives. Mine wasn't. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <Whoa>. Man. <laughs> just stereotype. So yeah. Just oh, you, you did. You stereotyped yourself. <laughs> just I can do that. It's my life. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh right. And on to the next thing, guys. Yeah. I don't know. I kinda feel like we should break this down real quick. Like, like you need you to okay? talk? Yeah, you're alright. Like, you, you good? Was there to take Damn me right. to the fair to change my underwear. <laughs> hey Jesus. Come on, Brett, you gotta finish it. I don't know the song. Because his dad was there. <laughs> Sup pops. <laughs> Rest in peace to a real one. Right, Shut up, right, man. right. Oh God! Jeez, you stereotyped yourself. That's terrible. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Like, it's okay. We're I felt like anything out of because I had things to say, and I was like, "Wait, no, we're in cancel culture. I'm about oh. to get in big trouble. <laughs> I'm white. I'm not allowed to say that shit. Only the Oreo cookies can say that shit. Like, listen, I'm in trouble over here." Now that we're on the fact that that you're you're white, you're in culture. We just came back from the store before, like we started this, and we were pointing to a box that has the rapper the baby on it, and Brett's like. Okay, well, who, what, 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 what are you talking about? I'm trying to figure out who the man is. We're like, that's the baby. He's like, I don't care about a baby. I want to know who the man is. That's his rap name, and he just walks away from me and Ty. Like, we're sorry, but that, that's who he was. Because his parents hated him, and they named him Baby. That's the baby. Yeah, that's. You gotta put the dub. I know that's the um. <laughs> fuck out of here. His name used to be like Baby Jesus or something. I don't know what it is. It used to be some billion dollar, some... billion dollar baby. Yeah, he, he can... killed a guy in Walmart. Oh, oh, that's the guy that James Chappelle talks about. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He can debaby these nuts, and we're talking about something else now. <laughs> oh, God. All right, but anyways, masterclass by Bill Belichick. Uh, they put baby on a box, and that's the recap at the beginning of the show. All right. 
<laughs> Let's move on to college football. Because <laughs> oh there's some craziness. Oh so, in college, we've had the coaching carousel, recruiting starting to take off, and guys, we are going bowling. Actually, I test suck styles. ass at bowling. Not us. Like, like, not only do I suck ass at bowling, like, it's a special kind of suck. Like, I will hit the gutter on the other lane. My lane will be missed. I will miss my lane. Oh, no. You and hit the go, other lane. You can never go bowling with us. Say, you can't go, you can't go bowling with us. I look like I'm doing, like, a two-step. Like, what is... Like, what's, your highest, what's your highest score? I was very excited because I broke 100 the other day for Emilio's birthday. We get upset. My left hand. Yeah, we, we get upset if we don't get over 100. I can't help that y'all don't get pussy. I was busy when I was younger, all right? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> right, yes. Yeah, well, Y'all like playing with balls. You know what I'm saying? What, what I, can hey, help? I used to put my finger in those holes, all right? I bet you did. Yo, butt holes? <sighs> What's the next topic? That's what they do in Buffalo. <laughs> Yo, <yeah>. Buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're off the rails. Bring it back. Reel it back. Reel it back. Right, Anyways, right. college football bowling is what we're talking about because regular bowling sucks. Anyways. So, Florida, Notre Dame, USC, Oklahoma, Miami, LSU, and now Oregon. We'll have to get one. The previous mentioned teams have all found their guy. This is some things that I found interesting throughout this last week. Not a single person on the staff from Notre Dame went with Brian Kelly to LSU. I feel like that really tells you something about how they felt about him leaving the program. You didn't even take the water boy with him? No. How are you going to leave your team when you're about to make the college football playoff? Like, he was one one of these teams were to lose during the playoff. And, and what? And then he's just going to walk out? Notre Dame is a big tradition school anyways. Not a lot of them people. And then the only thing that. he took with him was that fake-ass accent. Y'all, my family, so excited to be here. He talked to him like they were retarded. I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with him? Like, I liked Brian Kelly at Notre Dame, but as soon as you go to LSU, you picked up an accent, and then you start talking to people like they're retarded. That's what I got out of that. I let my wife listen to the video, and she's like, well, he's just trying to sound like their culture. And I was like, no. He's, no. <laughs> that's tried, not what that is. Tried to, tried to give you the benefit of the doubt for that one. Yeah, nope. There's no benefit of the doubt for that one. I mean, he's he's going to make one of them videos day one in Louisiana. <laughs> day 36 in Louisiana. Three I, seasons losing in Louisiana. Three seasons later, he's looking like Farmer Fran and Waterboy with the fucking overalls on. We didn't have some gumbo. My that's man. That's not it. That's what's not he? It. You lying to your cool. You lying to your mom, nugget? Right. What the fuck? And you should be looking at him like, Ew, I guess. But not a single person. And then he tried t- he tried going off the Notre Dame recruiting board, and guess what they told him? <laughs> the fuck out of here. So you know what? He's not Lincoln. Good luck, bro. <laughs> He's not Lincoln. Right? Now, Lincoln, speaking of Lincoln, that goes right into the next one. Lincoln is bringing some credibility to USC. Do we agree to this? Do we uh, think? He, I mean, obviously he has a shot to. Everybody has a shot in their new their new team. I think he'll do well. USC is kind of weird. So, has he, have you ever seen that 30 for 30 movie on ESPN that talks about the Trojan War, or the Trojan yeah. Horse, or whatever it is? Mm-hmm. And, like, back in the day, they were dominant, and then they sucked. And then they were dominant again through the 60s, and they sucked for a year. They were dominant, in this, you know, for this time, and sucked again. And, and they had that cycle. So, I wouldn't be surprised if we kind of start seeing that cycle again, 
where, you know, Pete Carroll took over his first year, they were kind of shitty. And the second year, they started to look pretty good. They won the Orange Bowl, then the yeah. third year national title. So I wouldn't um, – I hope that doesn't happen because I can't stand USC. But I just wouldn't be shocked. <laughs> Lincoln Riley's a really good coach. He's a really good recruiter, and he really, really knows how to develop players. And there's already the commits that were at Oklahoma are literally yeah, they USC. seem like Yeah, they seem like they're starting. Oh, no, no, no. The, the, the number five, the, the quarterback, the five-star quarterback. Yeah. He went and then took his teammate with him. Yeah. Who was undeclared. He didn't know where he wanted to go. Yeah. And they're both five stars. They were like, oh, we're just going to stay here and go, go yeah, to the SC. Yeah, so. Wouldn't be shocked. I still say this is a brilliant move on his part. But you know what? He actually, when he left Oklahoma, he didn't do it like an like an asshole either. Because no. he's got some of it, he's got a lot of his coaching staff going with him too. So that kind of tells you what they think about him. He, you know, decent dude. He's trying to do things the right way. They Respectful. See, they see the, the SEC is about to. And if you notice, when he got out to USC, he didn't he didn't all of a sudden become like cultured and start talking like Los Angeles people do. No, he like Brian has, Kelly. He just had some Jordan ones on his feet. My man rocking them, right? He just had some. Now, speaking of Oklahoma, they got their dude in Brent Venables. Now, that dude is a great hire for them because he's – Oklahoma's one of those schools where you kind of kind of have like a, that Oklahoma guy type deal. Yeah. And he is an Oklahoma guy. So, I actually think that's a really good hire. Um, He'll have that defense churning. I feel like the, the big thing when he was hired was because of that defensive prowess because he has done such a good job with defenses in the past. And where do they go in two years? SEC. SEC. Can't come to the SEC and try to get in the shootout every week. That's just not going to work for you. Because now that you brought up defense with Oklahoma, they lost their top commit that goes to Lakeland. Mm -hmm. He decommitted from them last week and committed to Jimbo in Texas A&M this morning. So he those are his only two schools anyway at the end. I am so shocked. I think well, see this, but the verbal commitments though are just what they are. It's a verbal. See, he, yeah, yeah. I mean, he, I'll go. He was already about to sign and everything. As soon as Lincoln left, he was like, "Ah, oh, yeah, I'm up out of here too." I was like, "Oh, and you're the number one D tackle in the country." So it's like, I know, let my boy Napier talk to him. Oh no, his teammates are already there. He's not going there with his teammates. Now <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I could already tell because oh, no, Polk County and the Gators have a pipeline they have they really do they have like 12 kids out of, yep, out of they really really do but anyways they got, i think that's a great hire and i i feel like his hire is specifically to get ready for the sec though mm-hmm. that to me it just makes the most sense because they're going to be able to score points they have a they have a lot of um talent on offense mm-hmm. that defense needs to get the shit figured out yeah, great hire got two three years of kids from <coughs> county aren't going to miami speaking <laughs> of miami <coughs> Miami got their guy. <sighs> Miami got their guy. They got Crystal Ball. They have a Miami man coming back to Miami. Everybody's all excited about it. Here's the issue. You hired him before firing your other coach. Right. It didn't. Who was out recruiting for you while you hired another coach. Like, there's fan. Like, I understand this is a business and I'm cool with that. Here's my problem. At least be respectful enough to say, hey, bro, the rumors in the news, they true. Like, we are talking to him. Because he's saying that he went to them when that story broke that they were talking about hiring him. And they told him, no, no, no. It's just, it's just, you know, they're coming up with stories. So if that's how Miami's running business down there, 
it's hard for me to sit there. If I'm a kid and I'm a recruit, and I see something like that, that's kind of shady. Now, he is a really good coach. Crystal Ball is a really, really good coach. Um, And he can turn that program around, possibly. Um, To where... We Wake just Forest need somebody. That's God, a mighty Pitt and Wake Forest is the ACC title game. We just need somebody that's going to be consistent, man. That's, that's we'll the get thing. somebody in there and we'll run them away. Or the players start acting silly. First game of the season, we had three of our top guys on offense out for the out for three games doing yeah. stupid stuff. It's just like we just need somebody that's going to stay in Miami it's, and stay faithful, man. Because it's wild. Ever since y'all ran in the, the Notre Dame, y'all ain't been the same. That's, that's been here's, here's kind of how it feels is going to have to go for them recruiting-wise. A lot of these people will recruit from Miami, at least from what I've read. Man, back in the early 2000s, back in the late 90s, back in the 80s, these kids nowadays don't care about that. They weren't around when y'all were good. Yeah. So their whole lives, these kids have done nothing but watch Miami be garbage. Clemson, Alabama, Notre Dame. Right, they've they seen. Looking at all these bigger schools, ain't nobody paying attention to us. So like, I think that he's really gonna have to. That's it. I think that he's really gonna have to recruit his ass off, mm-hmm. um, to to at least have a shot. Now the ACC is a little down. Pitt's losing a lot. You know they're the, the ACC champions. They won't be back next year. Wake Forest seems to have a young and very talented team, a very good coach. You would assume Clemson's going to be back, right? Like, we, we, we would assume that because they did look pretty decent coming down the stretch. Um, I don't know. And you would like to think that – well, I don't like to think. I hope they suck ass again. But you I would like think that FSU is going to be better. <laughs> I feel like Clemson is going to lose their top uh, their top quarterback. Who, uh, D- we, ready, ready, ready? We, DJ Uigulugu? Yeah, I think he's going to Oklahoma. <laughs> that, that's, <laughs> listen, I've said the same thing ever since I first Uigulugu? seen Ever since I've seen that last name, I'm like, uh, his name's DJ. That's good for me. Now, I want to talk about the new coach at the Notre Dame football team. The guy that fits the best. He's the best coach. He is the absolute out of, out of everybody best else. fit, Yeah. period. And everybody stayed. Not a single coach left that man. Not a single and if you haven't seen the videos, look up the videos of how excited the players are. Because a lot of the younger players, now it's coming out that Brian Kelly leaned on him this last year to recruit most of these guys. So a lot of these guys are already his guys. Oh, you're perfect. The excitement, the seat and the passion, um, that energy has been missing from Notre Dame for a little while. And he is bringing it, and he is bringing it in bunches. And the guys are fired up, ready to run through a wall for him. That OK State game in the Fiesta Bowl is going to be litty. It's going to be good. Litty like a titty. Yeah. You got to say that next time. That's going to be a new catchphrase. It's going to be litty like Curtis's big old titty. Oh, God. All right. So, but anyway, he's bringing <laughs> right. it. what it is. Right. I will say this. I think that Notre Dame, out of all these teams that got these new coaches, Notre Dame is by far the best set up to make a run at the college football playoff next year. Yeah. Now, the schedule is a little brutal, Yeah, but they are going to be in the best shape. And they're saying that he's already talking to some some of these uh, transfer portal quarterbacks so we can get someone's experience in there who's legit. So I wouldn't be surprised if we see a, a big, big signing here where, for Notre Dame. That would be, it would be cool if Spencer Rattler went. Yeah, I mean... The Spencer Rattler of 2019 or 2020, not 2021. 
I don't know. I did, mm, never mind. Yeah, I don't know. I can't even go far back and say that. But you know what, though? Tommy Reese could, the offensive coordinator, he could definitely develop him. You never know. Yeah, that, that could that could help. Now, on to my Florida Gators. Got Napier, got no drama. There was, I felt like it was the most just even-keeled, calm. This is what we're, he it was very Nick Saban. It was, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to do it. This is how it's gonna be, and we're gonna we're gonna come into this conference. Um, no fireworks, no drama, just ready to straight grind. This man is so confident in his ability to explain to these players, listen, I'm gonna be honest with you, you're gonna hate me. We're going to grind. We are gonna be physical. We are not gonna get pushed around. We are gonna do the pushing. He's already going to guys that talked about jumping in the transfer portal like Bogle and hey. Everybody's shaking hands, wanting to kiss babies. He looked at Bogle, the defensive end, and said, hey, come on, me and you need to have a chat, and literally pulled the dude into a fucking office, and they chatted for 30 minutes. That is leadership. That is coming in, taking ownership. Hey, listen, I know things are messed up. I know you're upset about what happened. This is what's about to happen. If you accept what's about to happen, you come play for me. Mm-hmm. If not, fine, transfer your cool. But... Hear me out. Yeah, hear him out first. And he said that, and apparently he's already said that to a couple of recruits who he's he's gone and seen too. Like, listen, I know y'all decommitted. I know you know I might have a little issue. Give me one conversation. He is that confident. And now you're about to have you know this next year the new football facility is going to open up. There's going to be a lot of reason to come to the University of Florida. And then if he gets them on track to where they start getting consistent, nine, ten, eleven, twelve wins a year. Dude, the pipeline in Florida is going to be hard to get through because he's going to put a force field up there. They, uh, the boy, uh, Tyler Williams, that goes to Lakeland, he was a, a a bigger basketball player than he was football. He mm-hmm. transferred Winter Haven and went to Lakeland. Mm-hmm. And he has 20 D1 offers now. And it was wild. Like, it just they just kept coming and coming and coming. When he went to Florida, mm-hmm. he went just for, you know, just a – I guess an unofficial visit, just being up there. And you already have the pipeline because everybody that went to the school that you go to now is mm-hmm. already at Florida. By the time he left, they had offered him. Now, I have a question for you. Did y'all know that Napier is a Saban guy? He's off the Saban tree. Yeah, there's a lot of them. All right. Did you know that or no? No. Okay. So <laughs> Napier <laughs> is, is under learning. Saban. Learning. So I'm about, to, I'm about to blow the mind. You ready to get your minds blown, if you will? All right, Jack Black. Yep. In 2015, <laughs> okay, this is the coaching staff at Alabama mm-hmm. in 2015. So Nick Saban's running the show, right? Defensive coordinator, Kirby Smart. Yeah. Offensive coordinator, Lane Kiffin. Mm-hmm. Wide right. receivers coach, Billy Napier, who's Florida's new coach. The offensive line coach, Mario Cristobal. Yep. The defensive backs coach, Mel Tucker. Mm-hmm. Hold on. That is one staff. That's one. Yeah. During one year. Because uh, if that was the year before, if it might be the year before or later or something like that, that's where we got our uh, our OC, the Bills OC from Alabama. Yeah. That's where we we got our OC right after they won the national championship. That's where he came. He left Alabama, came to us. Yeah. So all you need to do is one staff. Bill Belichick for like a few months or maybe a year, and next thing you know, you got a head coaching job. 
That is. But you gotta think that's what Nick Saban said. But you gotta go back to the Browns when they were all on that Browns coaching staff. Mm -hmm. All them coaches stayed together. We uh, that would literally change the face of football today. So I don't know. Sometimes I feel like coaching is a timing thing too, though. You know. So, but I I'm just saying the ability of those guys I just read off to you. The one thing they all have in common is they're all leaders. Mm-hmm. Nick Saban raises his coaches to be leaders, yes. to grow programs, to teach young these young men, these young kids, you know, between 18 to 22 years old, and teach them not only about football but about life. Make sure they get their college degree and do the right things with these kids. All all of them dudes are like that. That's it's, impressive. It's, it's it's weird to say, but that's that's. Real when you say it, cause Kirby Kirby came down the street on a helicopter looking for Arian. Mm-hmm. Like he landed on the football field just trying to go talk to him. And then Mel Mel Tucker, they Mel at Michigan State has been great for this to be his second year. We got ten wins, bro. We only had three last year. And to jump from that, just to take a part, like being from somewhere really small, that means a lot to us. A kids. lot. Mm-hmm. When a, a coach lot. can come down to where you stay at and you know you're a small school like Mulberry, Bartow. Something like Even that. though Lakeland has grown to be as big as it is at one point in time before Chris Rainey and the Pouncey Twins and all that. Yeah, they, was top they, they had their moment the to where it was just like, Y'all coming down to see us? us? Like that's mm-hmm. we from Polk County. Like ain't nobody coming here to see us. Bro, they they road, going down to Miami road, up to Tallahassee to see some Island kids. The Island head coach came down here last week and offered fourteen kids. They went to five schools and offered fourteen kids. Yeah, like that's different when when it's yeah. it's and the coaches. I think if the coaches understood how much of an impact that they had, like he said, Nick Saban started a lot of that. Those coaches are literally branching off to build those kids, like you said. And yeah. that's Alabama's stuff like a, that makes... I don't see Alabama as a team. I see Alabama as more a of machine. a culture. That's, that's a machine, it, bro. A, like, they, they build something over there. Like, like, you know, said that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know... He said they've done harder shit at, yeah. at Alabama. Everybody says that. And he, he lets them kids know, like, you're way more than an athlete. Like, yeah, that's, I think, no, that's a big thing, though. When you're telling somebody who's only been an athlete for all these years and you're explaining to them you're more than an athlete, we need to tap into that to help you become a better athlete. That make That's pa- strong. That's powerful. Make you yeah. understand how gifted you are. Now, speaking of Alabama, college football playoff time, they are playing Cincinnati to kick it off. Then you got number two Michigan playing number three Georgia. That is a very, very interesting final four. It is. Cincinnati, I think, is real and can play. I, I'm, I don't know if they can hang. We're not picking the games or nothing like that, but I don't know if they can hang with Alabama. No, I, I, um, I just have a fact that I thought was hilarious. For that game? No, it's it's a college football playoff fact. Oh, okay. That I, I just saw um, because Cincinnati is a first-time team making the college football playoff. Yeah, the first power. Uh, the, the, power the outside the, the power outside five. Outside yeah. power five. But they beat the teams that you would have thought would have been there by now. Mm-hmm. Like, SC. Like, mm-hmm. I would have thought USC would have been there. But Texas, you got Penn State, Tennessee, Auburn, Miami, Florida, and Nebraska. Now, out of all these years, those have been powerhouses. But for this to be switched, I think that's going to change. And they're going to they gonna be trying to Well, you know, Cincinnati, now, so. Cincinnati goes into the Big 12 in two years. When Oklahoma leaves, Cincinnati yeah. comes in. That's, so, pretty, pretty cool. That, I, I like it. That Michigan-Georgia game is very, very interesting. Certainly, that's going to be a good game. I do. I feel like that's going to be a really good game. I think it's going to be a defensive game. I think that Kirby Smart, assuming that team's fired up to play Michigan, 
and they're not just completely demoralized from getting slaughtered by Alabama. If Georgia shows up as the Georgia we've seen this year, Georgia probably beats the brakes off of them. Do they start JT Daniels? Now, see, that is my question to that because they ain't played him in a while. Right. And you're just going to take him off the bench, throw him into the game right there for the playoff? I don't know if that's a great idea. I think idea. it was when he got hurt. But that's what everybody was like, do you pull – but that's Stetson kid. I don't think that Stetson kid's that good. And he threw four interceptions. So, there's yeah. like, at this point, do you pull him and throw in JT Daniels? But, mm-hmm. I mean, you made it this far. Do you play JT at this point now? Yeah. That's, I don't know. No, another game I'm looking forward to is, the, uh, we talked about a minute ago, the Fiesta Bowl with Notre Dame and Oklahoma State. Yeah. I feel like that game's going to be a barn burner. The Rose Bowl. Ohio State versus Utah. The over-under opened at 67. That is a monstrous number. Yeah. And, and, oh, and the Utah, that's a lot of points to take. Yeah, but that's what those two teams Utah, do. Utah is is that like? And so is Ohio State. Up Utah, the the running back at Lake Gibson, he's going to Utah. Yo, that the, that game could be entertaining. Actually, I really I, believe it could. I, I, really I don't know if Utah can win that game, but I wouldn't could? be I wouldn't be shocked if you do see a score of. If you 51, oh. 42, something crazy like that, I wouldn't be shocked. Nobody playing defense. Now we're, now we're saying we're saying that game's gonna be like thirteen to seventeen. Right. <laughs> nah, that, just that like could Monday, never. fourteen to ten. Yep. Oh, hell, if the weather's <laughs> and then uh, the Rose Bowl, it better be good. Other another game I wanted to obviously talk about was the Gator game is the in the Gasparilla Bowl, which Jesus Christ, the Gasparilla Bowl. Right. Um, right around but the Florida versus UCF. <laughs> I kind of want to go to that. I am, oh yeah, I definitely want to go to that. I've I've already been looking at tickets. Can y'all dethrone the national championship? Um, you're right. right. The floor, this is, this is the here's my the here's what I'm worried about. How motivated are the Gators going to be play to play in that game? Mm-hmm. And how many kids are going to sit out to get ready for the draft for that game? See, UCF is going to be happy to be there. They're going to want to be there. There's a difference between being happy to be there and wanting to be there. UCF is going to want to be there, and that's my one concern. Florida out-talents UCF all day long, long. and it's not even remotely close. close Yeah, but if UCF is well-coached with Gus Malzahn, and if they want to be there and they're fired up, that game's going to be really, really close. Um so I mean, I, that's why I'm so interested in that. However, if the Gators decide they want to show up to that game, mm-hmm. like the team that played Alabama a while back, yeah, yeah that's gonna be an asshole, bro. <laughs> give awesome. give AR15 a little bit of time to keep learning, keep doing his thing. I feel I'm I'm if <laughs> I just don't think UCF is gonna they're gonna fight, but they're not. They moved to the Big Twelve tier in two years. Yeah, that mm-hmm. them, uh, Houston, them, Houston, uh, BYU. Yeah, BYU. BYU is gonna be on the up and coming. Like it's it's weird, especially now that you see like all these different kids and stuff. Like seeing all these colleges come through. Yeah, but BYU is one of those schools that they're good, they're not good, they're, they're good, good, they're not good. It's like it's like them going to a conference just kind of like made this a lot better. Part of the problem selling with BYU is you're gonna go up there and like live the Mormon lifestyle thing. And I'm gonna be honest, I just know that's not for me. To each their own. I'm just, yeah, you just gotta, I'm calling y'all right now. I'm sorry, but you gotta find the the, the manti tales. You know, you gotta go lie about their lives. And yeah, you gotta go, you gotta want to play football and knock on doors, and uh, I still know that sounds fun to me. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, Hi. For all of you, I just offended. I'm so sorry. That's yeah. a rough one. <laughs> now, <laughs> just, let me t- let me tell you about this book that I got real quick. It's just sports. 
sports is just sports. How do you recruit that? Like, how do you think that conversation goes? You go into the kid's house. It's like, listen, son, I know you're a good football player, but really what I need to know is can you really well? Because you, you're going to have to do that while riding a bicycle in a suit. <laughs> in the snow. In the snow. Sometimes it might rain. Sometimes uphill both ways. <laughs> I mean, we're not going to give you an umbrella, but, you know, you'll figure it out. That's mean. That's what makes you strong. That's now, I want to transition that awful idea into a new segment that we're going to be doing here. So, the <laughs> first new idea. segment is going to be full of conundrums of what in the hell happened. And we just wanted to pick out a few things. Nay, I said that wrong. Curtis picked out a few things for us to go, what in the hell was that about? So here you are, Curtis. Curtis Conundrums, talk to me. What are some of these not top plays this last week? Oh, it's not top plays for me. It's just, number one for me is just the Patriots game. How the hell did we lose that one? Don't, don't, don't speak, Ty. I don't want to hear your shit. It's my time to talk. I just like Anyways, how you call it my game. Because it is my game. It's my game. Anyways. <laughs> Anyways. That's the first. Y'all lost because y'all couldn't stop a run 47 times. <laughs> hey, 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 let me have my time. <laughs> All right, go on. Keep on. God. I held it as long as I could. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> That's why I started that off with one. We get that off the chart. Uh, second, I really, what really has been bothering me this much about anything has been basketball because I've been trying to get back into basketball, and I just want to know where, 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 where's my guy Dame going? Like I, I don't know where where Dame's going. It's bothering me because they keep trying to like say he's leaving, and then he keeps saying he's not leaving, and I just want to know what's going on over there, like. You gotta have you you and your teammates can't seem to see eye to eye if everybody keeps seeing your name and like then you wanna say you wanna work with Ben Simmons. The what? That that blew my mind. Like what are your teammates gonna say? Cause you honestly don't like Chauncey Billups and they hired him anyway. So I I think that's gonna be a big issue. Um did you see Zion? He's fat as hell. Bro, that that dude been fat as hell. No, but it's like it's like he's ate a lot of fucking gumbo. Hey, bro, tastes like, good. His his weight's been fluctuating since he got before. Yeah, the but it, it just it looks completely. It just looks like yeah. Zion. When they were breastfeeding him, they were giving him oatmeal at the same time as a baby. What are you talking about, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Some grits at like three months. That's that's uh, it's just corn fed. Right. That's that's how he looks. Like he was just bred to be that fucking big. Now it's just like, dude, you ain't even playing. Like at this point. People gonna feel that same way, but they said his camp doesn't even like the fact that he's still there. They let everybody go and kept you. I just think I don't know. I just I don't. There's a lot going on in NBA, but that that's the only thing I've been peeping this week besides being depressed with us losing and shit. So something I saw those those a, a blooper, if you will, for the week is the referee busting his ass last night. Oh yeah! God Almighty! I I think that bitch that. went straight heels to Jesus. Did you, <laughs> did you see the fact where the hat flew off the one ref hat? Oh Actually, yeah. The, the, when the hat fell off, that was funny, but it was even funnier because the hat went, and it's like the wind blew so hard it kind of made him tumble. So it looked like he'd been drinking. So like he starts kind of wobbling a little bit. Remind you guys, last night winds were anywhere from twenty three to fifty five miles per hour. Yeah, that's wild. It's wild. I think another one that I really, really enjoyed this week 
was Gardner Minshew. I talked to Chris about this earlier today. <laughs> My man goes out there, statches it up, gets a victory, does his post-game press conference looking like he's about to go fly with Goose and Top Gun. Leather jacket and all. He actually called Tom Cruise, apparently. Wait, what? <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm oh, being sorry. This is parody. I'm joking. You haven't seen Top Gun. It went right over your head. No, yeah. I have, but I was and like, then, wait, he called him? And then, but he took it a step further, because then he took, got a hold of the, the double sugar, did a good quick line, and then oh, walked out to that parking lot, raging with his father. I mean, just beating chest, slapping face. I was like, damn, that's an exciting win over the Jets. <laughs> Yo. Like, fuck. He's got me pumped up to beat the Jets. I mean, hey, they... I got excited. I was like, hell yeah. We can assemble a team right now and beat the Jets. Or Yo, cocaine's just... a hell of a drug because he was jacked. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> we just caught Nick Saban. Yo. Just bring Alabama. That dude. That, to me, was hilarious. I was telling Chris another one, too. Like, the one that got me this week started laughing. I can't remember if it was a pro game or if it was a... A college game, but I just I saw it on ESPN on the on the top top tens. The kid went up to dunk it and then got blocked by the rim. But when he got blocked by the rim, he went heels up, <laughs> fucking crashed down. Oh. Yo, that's a bad crash. That had to hurt. So hey, you know, why don't yeah. you jump a little bit higher? Right. So. With that being said, now I do want to transition into NFL. Everybody's favorite topic. With the NFL, though, we got a recap, right? So, yes, Ty. sir. Ty. Take us back, Ty. I'm going to give you a rewind. So My Thursday. button never works. So just go on. <laughs> until, until the button wants to work, just go on. We got Thursday Night Football. We had Dallas and the Saints. That was a 27-17 win with Dallas having four interceptions, two sacks, and a touchdown on defense. Can their defense even be stopped? Micah Parsons, only player in the NFL this season, this season with 25 quarterback hits, more than 15 tackles for a loss. Go on, kid. And then we got right next to Michael Parsons, we got, we got the Diggs kid with almost an interception a game. Like, hey, come on, guys. You heard what anyway, he said? Anyway, Jason Hill still tried to do something, I guess. 19 completions for 264 yards passing, 11 rushes for over 100 yards. Ran for a hundy. So he still had a good game. Fantasy stock. Yes, sir. <laughs> he was good for that game, not the next game. All right. Sorry for that. Who on? Going on to the 1 o'clock Sunday <laughs> games, we got the Colts and the Texans 31-0. Jesus mm. Christ. Somebody please stop JT. He's going to have 100 every He did get stopped game. the week before. Oh. I mean, yeah. The week prior to that, however, he... Um, that was because that was Lenny's night. He's still running, actually, from three weeks ago. <laughs> you better take a fucking break. It's a bye week. <laughs> 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 then we're going straight into the Jets versus the Eagles. We had the Eagles with a 33-18 to 18 win over the Jets. No surprise there at all. Minchu! Then we got the Buccaneers going straight into the Falcons. Like, straight into them. Like, Tom almost threw for 400 <laughs> inside of them. Like, yeah, I straight actually, balls deep. I have cousins and family that went to that game. They still have, like, I think nightmares about the Super Bowl. They, they, whoever, listen, I'm glad we brought this up because whoever runs their social media, he has to have a great sense of humor because anything with 23 and 8, 
or 28 and 3 or those numbers combined. It's the Falcons. The whole thing's a sense of humor. Yes. <laughs> Followed up by Evans with 99 receiving yards, Godwin with 143, and the Bucks with another five sack He had game. 15 receptions that game. It's the most in the NFL so far this year. Yes, sir. Jesus. Followed by another five. Uh, we're going on a five-streak game with Tua here, guys. Like, Tua. He is very unstoppable at the moment. He's about to start doing the haka dances and shit. I don't Yo, know that would be cool. wild. His brother uh, broke the record at Maryland, too. So it kind of runs in the family at this point. 20-9 to nine Dolphins win. We got the Vikings coming in. Adam Thielen out. First couple of plays. Gone. Rest of the game. Lions end up getting their first win of the season with the Minshew chest bump. Just, ugh, ugh, I don't care about none ugh. of that. Jared Goff's girlfriend was very happy. That's what I really Boun- want to Bouncingly about. happy. I would, I would, if I you would, haven't seen the video, you should look at the video. She's very, very bouncingly excited. I was happy for him. I was happy that he won. I was excited to see that you can suck so bad at something and still get something so good. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> In and off our last two one o'clock games, we got the Chargers beating the Bengals 41 to 22. Absolutely slaughtered them. Then you got the last one o'clock game. We got Kyler Murray coming back like mm. he never left. 33 to 22. The Carlos real I'm win. back. Cam Newton said, I'm back to the bench. Kyler Murray says, Yeah, I'm just going to be back and score four touchdowns. Yeah, no problem at all. Mm-hmm. Then yeah. you got another game, Rams. Well, I even not, I'm not even going to say Rams. Cooper Cup absolutely destroyed the Jags, thirty-seven to seven. Did you hear the way he explained that route in his interview? Like he literally critiqued it down to like I stepped with my left foot, and then I took a post and I turned around and he threw the ball. It was there. I caught it and I ran away. Him and Stratford are at the field three hours before practice every day. Hmm. They said that. They don't play that shit. Yeah. Oh, they're going to get Odell out there. They're going to they're gonna figure something out. Nah, Odell's still going to be in the house. Anyway. <laughs> get get ready. Big facts. David Heineke gets, his, gets another win, 17-15. to 15, Washington over the Raiders. We got the Ravens lose a close one. I called that, guys, by the way. I did. Redskins. I'm sorry. Washington. That's four wins in a row. Yeah. That Heineke guy is going to be their, their quarterback. Yo, and their Heine future. getting it, bro. Yeah, he going to get his bonus. He definitely going to get his bonus. Him and, him and Chase Young, they already on, on, on the same page. They're going to lead that team somewhere mm-hmm. in the future. Speaking of the Steelers' win over the Ravens, that was Big Ben's 51st game-winning drive, which he passes Tom Brady in that since he's never passing anything else because this is probably going to be his last well, season. Well, he's going to pass and leaving first, too, because, yeah. you know, he's talking about leaving. So, at that point, Brady's going to play that he's 50. Then to end off your 4 o'clock games, you got the 49ers beating, absolutely beating the Seahawks because the Seahawks aren't going to win the rest of the season. That's just about it. They're 4-8. and eight. That's Yeah, it's looking pretty bad for the Seahawks. Okay, but they also had Russell's hurt in the middle of that, and they, they've had a lot of issues. Yeah. Russell want to be there. Sierra's looking at, you know, different houses already. See, arrows. Like, like, like I, I said, season's team. over, guys. So <laughs> and then so you had your Monday night slaughter. You know, we all know about that. We don't have to talk about it. I don't know if we can call it a slaughter. It was. I feel like we're the fucking windstorm. We I understand. I understand. We we Bully did ball. Run it down their throat. They ain't gonna do nothing about it. No, Bully y'all played ball. Madden. Halfback dive. Halfback dive. Halfback dive. Right. Off tackle left. 
halfback time. I wish I wish we would have picked other plays like that too, because Devin Singletary got the ball <laughs> ten times. Man. Trap counter left. What? All right. That's right. You're right. <laughs> and that's Wait, your rerun, guys. Wah, 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 wah. Like. Now, after this week's games, what we have now is a failure to communicate. If you don't know the song, that's because you're young. I'm sorry. Anyways, playoff standings in the AFC. You got the New England Patriots. Who picked that one? Nobody. Right. Number two, Tennessee. No one really picked that one either. However, I did ask the question back the week they're playing the Bills if they could hang with anybody. And I both I got shit on for that one. They're number two seed, even though they got a lot of injuries. Uh, number three, Baltimore. Number four, Kansas City. Number five, the Chargers. Six is the Bungles. Seven is the Bills. Eight is the Steelers. Indy, Vegas, Cleveland, and Denver are all one game back of the seven and eight seed. Um, and then, uh, yeah, they're one game back. And then Miami's two games back. Miami has run off five straight wins. And like I just and told put you themselves guys. in the possibility of like really having a chance to do something, mm-hmm. and outside of the Patriots game, pretty favorable schedule. It's, it's looking really good. They got a bye week next week. They turn around and play the Saints. You got the Titans. I'm telling you. And I think it's, it's the Jets and then the Patriots. I believe it is or something like that. I think it's, it may Jets, be. If the it may Jets just ain't be the got Patriots. no quarterback, they might as well chalk that one. Very very w. interesting. Way, I feel like if Bill Belichick end up clinching the playoffs, they can beat the Patriots, and that'll give them enough wins. Ooh 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 ooh! I have a question. We're gonna skip this part for a second. I have a first take. Ready, 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 ready. You two go back and forth. Do the Bills fire McDermott if they miss the playoffs and Miami catches them and they make it? Go. No. Why? Because we made the playoffs two years in a row and his record kind of speaks for itself. He's had a better everything than all the past coaches that we've had. But this year they were expected to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, a lot of people are expected to do things, but sometimes you got to fall short. And you fall short, you go back to the drawing board. We've never felt this bad with him, so why why strike out on the first time? All right, Ty. No, these guys were one and seven, and now they're might make the playoffs. Like it's it's really close. Like, but I do see, the Bills I, fire I, McDermott no, if they don't, don't make don't, the playoffs? I don't fire McDermott. We fired. I Bilbo. say, in my personal opinion, I would fire that. <laughs> we just fire him. We just fire the OC. Here we go. I got him. Go. Why are they gonna fire him? I'd fire him. You let you because I really want to know because we're not gonna fire him. We're gonna you fire let the OC. The team that was in the bottom of your conference catch up to you and pass you. We lost five games this year. Four of those games were by single digits because we could not run the ball. And y'all we're lost fire the teams OC. that y'all should have beat. We're gonna fire our y'all OC. Y'all lost to us, which can't score worth a damn. Because we can't run the ball, so we're gonna fire our OC. Why yeah. the head coach? Why would the head coach get fired if if the OC's not doing anything? We hired the OC. Shit. He, he's already about to be out. That's what I'm saying. So y'all gonna lose your head coach and y'all offense. No, coaches. the OC. End of discussion. It's, it's not even gonna be Thank like that. Thank you for that. having you, us today, Brett. Really oh, y'all keep going. Do this. I'm here for this. Because honestly, like I did that, this on purpose. Honestly, because his his whole resume speaks for itself. When you look at all the Bills coaches and everything over the past years and what he has done, Bill Belichick has won more games in Buffalo. But it doesn't matter. We've been to the playoffs three out of the four years with him. I mean, that's nice and all, but, yeah, but y'all but have never had expectations. And that's my question to it. Y'all have never had expectations though until now, and it seems like now that once y'all have had the expectations, you are having a hard time to getting there. Like the target was put on the back, and it's for whatever reason. I feel like if y'all had worked. a good enough backup quarterback, y'all would have put it in. 
Wait, what? A backup? Y'all, y'all, I'm, I'm just saying, like, generally speaking, if y'all had somebody that was next up, y'all would have been unchanged the whole entire game plan and tried something else. Negative. We gave that man $200 I'm sorry, guys. Ty's high. Why, Don't why would we do that? I'm not going to put Mitch yeah, over, over that man. Ty just said if they had a backup quarterback. Quarterback. That was, that was good. Well, I I was on board of how they could Mitch possibly Trubisky, fire McDermott please, please, until I'm, I'm then, until though, that point. Honestly, I was on board because the way you you he was there, I was there. You saw what because he got high because he got high. We couldn't run the ball. When your offense can't do shit, it's either Brian fixes that shit now or he's out. McDermott's not out now. No one's out technically. I just wanted to throw something out there for an argument. Anyways, NFC Cardinals, Packers, Bucks. Cowboys, Rams, Washington, Niners, and Eagles, and Minnesota is one game back at five and seven. Go pack. Um, Cardinals are bad, oh, bad. Yeah. They are. That, that's a good team. The Packers are really good, and the Bucks are starting scared. to find themselves like, a little bit. Like, I feel like uh, gonna have a people were talking shit about Dallas beating the Saints this last week. They're missing four coaches on a short week on the road versus a top seven defense in the league. It's not a short week for either of them. Oh, yeah, technically it's Thursday. It's Thursday. Because they, yeah. Okay. But still, you're still going on the road Thursday night in mm-hmm. New Orleans. Good defense. Hall of Fame coach on that side. Sean Page yeah. is going to be a Hall of Fame coach. Yeah, regardless. You're missing four coaches on your own side. You're barely getting Amari back. You're barely getting CD back. <sighs> Zeke looks very hurt. Like, I'm just saying that uh, that team... <laughs> That's a good football team that people are complaining about for no reason. Yeah, and I'm very confused. I understand y'all want to see the y'all want to see the fireworks, the big place. That's what Dallas says: big, bright lights, big fireworks. That's they, they realize they it's December. To. Everybody's beat up. You got to find ways to win. Sometime you get a road win in the NFL, especially in a tough place like New Orleans. Good win, good win. And I hate the Saints, but I can admit that going into New Orleans is tough as shit. You get a win in New Orleans. That's a good one. Period. Um, Rams have a really tough schedule the rest of this way. I, I don't think they'd sh- fire Sean McVay, right? They wouldn't. They wouldn't fire McVay, would they? No. For if they miss the playoffs. No. Just chalk it up. Hey, we traded Jared Goff for Matt Stafford, but Goff and like he forced that trade, and but Goff took them to the playoffs, and Stafford doesn't take them to the playoffs. Would that not be like what? Did they go to the playoffs last year? The Rams. Yeah. With Goff. Thought they did, didn't they? I believe so. They went to the Super Bowl two years ago. I know that. Okay, uh, that might save him. But they're trying to. If they don't make the playoffs, then mm. he's on the hot seat because they went all in with all that shit they did this year. Sure did. You can't go all in and not make the playoffs. So those are your scenarios currently right now. Now some of the games we're looking forward to this week: the Ravens at the Browns. Very very interesting game. The Browns lose this game, they're done. They're not going to be able to catch back up to get into the playoff race. At yeah. that point, you're six. Baker at that point, you're out. six and seven. The AFC has a lot of teams that are, you know, two, They're three games better than four, that. Yeah. Seven and five so right at that point, Browns are probably out outside yeah. of a miracle. Cleveland is favored by two and a half in this game. Um, the Ravens. Yeah, they're favored by two and a half over the Ravens. Now, I would not highly suggest. <laughs> highly, here comes the generator time. Highly suggest. Lamar Jackson, if you got him, start him. If you play other versions of fantasy, start probably him. wouldn't probably wouldn't be a bad idea. <laughs> start him. <laughs> um, so Cleveland's got a twenty third rate defense. They are fifteenth in fantasy points against first quarterbacks. 
and uh, they are, have a really, really bad run defense. They're 23rd against the run. They give up, they give up a lot of points. Give up a lot of booty. The Ravens are going to run the football, and Lamar's going to lead that charge. Uh, I would also start Nick Chubb in this game. This has low scoring written all over it, and I say that because the, the over-under in this game... The over under in this game is forty one and a half. For that, that's that's a low ass. You're talking like twenty twenty one, like literally, yeah, literally, that's like. Because I mean, that sounds right. Yeah. That, no, it does. You can see Lamar, that. And he has Mark Andrews, and they love to do fourth quarter shenanigans where he scores thirty five points. That's beautiful weather, there. though. The weather's supposed to be beautiful. So, oh, in all actuality, the weather's supposed to be nice. It's like a forty degree day. What's the weather say? Yeah, forty degrees, low wind. I don't know if I if I was a degenerate and I had the ability because Florida took it away from us to place a possible wager. I think the over would be a really good bet actually in this one. The Browns have to score; they have to win this game. They ain't got no choice. And Nick Chubb's back, and they're saying he's looking healthy again. Kareem Hunt is supposed to be back this week. And the only way they're going to win is if they get over um, 100 yards rushing. Yeah, let the fucking combo go. Let them go. <laughs> That's the only way. Like, let, let them go. Let, let them do what y'all did the first six weeks of the season. Do that. Let, let Baker, Baker throw it 15 to 17 times and, and run and Alex. run that bitch 40 times. Go. Bro, because that works. Routes, let Baker Throw it off like eight yards. Anyways, guys, who you got in that game? Ravens, Browns. I'm going Lamar. All right. Browns. Browns? I am going to, I think this is a must win for the Browns, but I think the Ravens cover. Even though it's like two and a half. So yeah. I, see, I see that 20, 21. Mm-hmm. The Ravens have played a lot of close games this year. So really, a one two point game is not that shocking, you know? And, they, so, and they've been in that territory. They know yeah. what to do, so... All right, next game, Cowboys at Washington football team. I still struggle not saying the other name. Um, Cowboys 8-4, and four, Washington 6-6, six and six, Washington's won four straight. Heine's playing his butt off. Where's the game? At? It is at Washington, and Dallas is favored by four. Um, it is supposed to be a little bit possible rain in, in the, in the, in the uh, forecast. Here's the thing. Washington's defense has been was terrible with a capital T for 10 weeks. Er, well, nine weeks. All of a sudden, that defense is starting to churn a little bit. They're getting to the quarterback. They're forcing some turnovers. <coughs> Excuse me. So, I, I think four might be a little high. This is going to be a, a low-scoring game, though. I feel like. Very well could be. Um... Dak Prescott, I think, has a possibility of having a huge game this week. So Washington is giving up uh, fantasy points per game. They're 32nd in the league. So they're very last in the league against the quarterback. Um, They're also 31st-ranked defense in the league. They are the 31st-ranked pass defense. Um, And even when they've been better over the past few weeks, they're still 22nd. So they're better... They just ain't they're being just, good. They're just efficient to where they can. So I think Dak could, Dak could have a good game. Same thing. You're looking at the, that combo, obviously with CD, uh, Amari, the boys, Schultz. You know, any of those combinations are probably pretty whichever good. quarterback doesn't throw the most interceptions. Give that me Heineken wins. points. Yeah, take I would, it. I wouldn't shy too much away though from, um, from Antonio Dallas. Gibson. 
I, oh yeah. Healthy yeah. back, looked pretty decent this last week. Yeah, they do have. Uh, yeah, but uh, nah, I don't know. Good flex I, I think, option. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with uh, Washington. I like that Washington. I'm and taking at, Dallas. And it's at home. I think Dallas feels disrespected. And they've talked about that all week, like the disrespect right. factor, and they're finally getting everybody back on the field. So uh, I hope the Bills feel that way. <laughs> like, All right, next game I want to talk about probably pretty quickly: um, Raiders at Chiefs. And we're going to talk about this just because of the playoff implications. The Raiders are right there; they're a game out. The Chiefs are starting to surge. <laughs> they win. The Raiders. Right the last there. time the Raiders went into Kansas City, they won last year. Do we see a repeat? No. Yes. Kansas City by nine and a half, though. No. Oh. No, there is no repeat. I think Kansas City wins, but I think the Raiders cover. Nine and a half is a lot. It is. I need them points. And they're saying Waller might possibly play, so they're finally gonna, they're going to get their weapon back. Oh, yeah. If Waller plays Josh and Josh Jacobs, good he, he really has. If Josh Jacobs looks good, Waller's back, and you could literally air it out to Deshaun Jackson. He ain't worried about that. You, Riffle. Riffle. Right. <laughs> Yeah, the, the, the guy has been in college for 12 years. <coughs> That's funny. All right, next game. Steelers at the Vikings. Again, and the big playoff implications and points probably written all over this. In this game, Justin Jefferson, uh, Matt, what is it, Mattson, how do you say his name? The running back for the Vikings, um, Matt, Madison, Matt, Madison. 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 Probably will start him as well. Um, and... On the Steelers side, Najee, Deontay, those are my two start. I would start. Conklin's going to be an option in this one for the Vikings possibly too, because with Thielen being out. out. Now KJ Osborne could oh, yeah. be could yeah, be a is. really good cheap option if you play in those certain formats. Um, he got when Thielen went down. I saw that he ended up being on the field for ninety percent of the snaps once Thielen went down. So he was a big benefactor of that, and he had a 22% target share during the game once Thielen went down. So I, I do preference that once Thielen was yeah. down, he did have a 22% target share. That's pretty high target share. Yeah. Um, you, 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 you and they're going to try to shade. They're going to try to you know do everything they can to stop Justin Jefferson, mm-hmm. who the past few weeks has been absolutely unfucking stoppable. Justin Jefferson has just been going bananas. B a n a n a s bananas. Is that game in Minnesota? It is in Minnesota, oh, so, so Big Ben could you know he's cool. He doesn't have to Justin Jefferson. Just if we're wondering, in the past two of the past three weeks, has scored over thirty points, and since that Week Eight versus Dallas, where he put up a three point, he's been basically unstoppable. Huh? Like it, 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 legitimately unstoppable. But so. he's, he keeps telling everybody like Randy Moss, like he just keeps bringing it up. I mean, that's and that's, they're like. They're like, oh. But you got to remember, he grew up watching Randy Moss. He's in Minnesota. Like, it really, you know. He's like, bro, I want that record. And I'm like, like, oh, he's going to try to go get it. So who you got on that one? Steelers, Vikings. It's Minnesota favored by three in Minnesota. The over-under, by the way, real quick on this one, is 43 and a half. I would, if you're into doing degenerate things, slam the over. Neither of these teams play much defense. I want, I want, uh, yeah. I hope Najee goes off. Me too, bro. Yeah, I really do. I hope they find a dual threat quarterback. All right, so he got Steelers, Vikings. God, I'm, yeah, going, Vikings. I'm going Steelers. Steelers point. You get yeah. take Steelers points. You're taking the Vikings. Yeah. I feel like Kirk Cousins has been playing very iffy. Not 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 even iffy. I think he's been playing pretty decent actually. 
Like as far as fantasy goes, as far as fantasy goes, say, he's been playing decent. Yeah, you watch that game, you be like, "What is he doing out there?" He's that guy. Is he okay? That's how it was with Dawson Knox. Uh, Just if y'all are wondering, real quick, Kirk Cousins is completing right at seventy percent of his passes. He's got thirty three hundred yards passing. He's got a twenty five to three touchdown interception ratio. Go green, bro. That's legit. Um. Just just watch the game, guys. No, I understand that, but from a fantasy perspective, yeah, no, fantasy if you need a quarterback, if you're he's, down, he's, really he's a very stable option. Watching the game is completely And different. going against the Steelers, who don't play much defense, let's just go ahead and throw that out there. He just better not throw it and let Mika Fitzpatrick catch it. So, the Steelers' defense is 23rd in fantasy points per game against quarterbacks. They're 29th against the rush, 21st against the pass, and... There is an implied total here of like 23.5 to 24 points for Kirk Cousins in this game. So, wouldn't be, you know, I'm just saying yeah. this could be, and I'm not saying to start him. I'm just saying it could this be. could be a good option if you have an injury, if you got a bye week this week, if you're having some issue at quarterback, if you're trying to make that playoff up. push, that could be that guy. Oh, yeah, not me. <laughs> not me. All right, next game I want to talk about. We're going to kind of skim this one, but I do find it very interesting. The 49ers at the Bengals. Playoff implications all over this one. 49ers are barely hanging on to the playoffs. Bengals are barely hanging on to the playoffs. Who you got and why? The Bengals need a bounce back game. It's and, in Cincinnati. And Nixon has been playing very well, mm-hmm. but you haven't heard that much about Chase. You haven't really heard about Burrow. You have... It's been like T. Higgins and um, what's his name Boyd, I think it is. Yeah, Tyler Boyd. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Tyler Boyd. So you might be, you might get that chase game that's really big this week yeah. that we've been waiting on, and then that mixed in with you know Mixon already doing he's always doing his thing. So Joe Burrow's finger is hurt. Remember how he hurt his finger this past week? So yeah. he, couldn't, he couldn't really get the football. They're saying he's still gonna play, but apparently he's still having issues with it. That would be concerning to me. If Debo is back for this game, for the Niners, I'd take San Francisco. But we don't know if he's back yet. They're calling him day-to-day, and they're saying he's already running. So if that's the case, there's a shot. He's not practicing, yeah. but he's already running. Yeah, so it. if he's going to be ready to go. What did they say was the injury? He's got a groin injury. So okay, okay. if yeah. Debo's ready, now he missed last week's game. If Debo's ready to play, i take the Niners. The Niners yeah. are playing very good football right now. And... Um, you need somebody like that on that. Yeah, like I, 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 man, I don't know, man. They, uh, the 49ers are favored by one point as of right now. It's like literally a one point spread. <coughs> so I'm just saying, if Debo plays that game, I would probably take the 49ers. Um, big boy game of the week Bills at Buckies. The Bucks are, the Bucks are favored by three. The over/under is fifty-two and a half, so Jesus they're expecting Lord. a lot of points, right? But you're gonna you're gonna get those because yeah. the Bucks are very injured in the secondary. Speaking of secondary, so Bruce Arians comes out when Richard Sherman's clear to play and cleared for practice. He won't be practicing at corner anymore. He'll be practicing at safety from here on out. Here we go. <laughs> like, all right. Just like, okay. Okay. Apparently it was Richard Sher- like Richard Sherman's like all in two. Like he's cool with it. But you know what? I actually think it might not be a bad idea. He doesn't have the speed all the way anymore. The Bucks do a lot of zone things with their safeties, so he's perfect for that. 
He's yeah. not going to rush the passer all it's that like, often. Uh, like you said before, he's literally he's in a he's in a sit in center field and just all right. Where is he looking? Where are these guys doing? Richard Sherman might be getting older. He might be getting a little slower, but let, do not get that twisted. He can break a play down. Yeah, he can see a play that's, as it's happening. That's, that's different when when you actually that's your football IQ. Yeah, you I thought know, that was very interesting. When you know the plays and you can break it down like that. You you can never stop a guy like that's that. That's right. Um. Anyways. Uh, Leonard Fournette, obviously after what happened this last week, is probably a pretty decent fantasy option this week. Yeah. I feel like Mike Evans is almost a home run start. The only reason being is because y'all are down. Uh, Trey White. Trey White. I feel like that's a very, very good start this this week. I hope. And Godwin obviously catching 15 passes this last week. Yeah. The, the guy just catches fucking everything. Yeah, we just, um, we just need people to actually – be there to guard them. Yeah. That's so all very good starts. Now Josh Allen, I think, is not a bad start either this week. I don't know if it's a great start, but it's not a bad start. The Bucks defense knows how to create a lot of turnovers. They create right. a lot of pressure. Um and do not think that they're not going to be prepared for Josh Allen to try to run because Devin White's going to be coming downhill. When he gets coming See, downhill, it's going to be where, on. That's where I'm gonna know first quarter if we're gonna still be able to fight or not. First quarter. Yeah, because, right off rip, huh? Because if they if they gonna rush him, he honestly first first series, but Buccaneers score Buccaneers score in the first series. All right, it's over. I'm done. Yeah, what do you want to go? Hey guys, what do you want to go do? Have you seen my quarterback make decisions when he needs to? I don't know because all I heard before the season was Josh Allen for MVP. So I'm kind of confused currently. Right. Every time the game's on the line, he, he starts making dumbass passes. Bro. My man went from Bills Mafia. I never straighted now. Oh, no, no. I'm now picking, his, I'm picking now his quarterback, who was in line for MVP, can oh, no, make he, still has, he still has his MVP stats, but it's just like, bro, you can't do that shit. That's funny as not, fuck. Not against, not against Shaq. Bear, All right, so who bro. we got, guys? Bills Mafia, do or die. Mm-hmm. I'll take Lenny. Me too. Lenny's going to run for a buck fifty. I wouldn't be surprised at all. And what if he doesn't? Then Brady probably throws for four fifty. What are you talking say. about? <laughs> what are you saying? Because because I'm just saying. I this, actually this is a game. I, I, oh my god, Brady just threw for five hundred. Because this, this is a this game. Is a game that I would I've pick. The, I would actually pick the over in this game, and wouldn't be shocked if you see like a, a forty to thirty two. Uh, right. 38 this is a, this is a game where I've seen these types of games where we we could win a game like this and lose everything else for us this season. Win this game and lose to the Jets. Right. <laughs> dead ass serious. Like I am so serious. All right, the last game I want to talk about is Monday Night Football. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 Bro, listen, bro. I'm tired of you, bro. You got to. Oh, y'all were waiting on me? Dude, will you get the nut hair off your chin and get up on this microphone and get your little jingle on? What are y'all talking about? You don't know the jingle? What jingle? Jingle right, bells, then. jingle bells, jingle all the way. Let's go. Let's if you jingle my bells, I'll give you a white Christmas. All the sleighs today. Hey. Whoa. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but y'all want to know something that's really crazy about this season? What? Cooper Cup is less than 600 yards away from 2000. breaking the NFL record for two. most receiving yards in a season. Well, you got to remember, too, he's going to have an extra game. So, a lot of these records. And that's why I, want, that's why I wanted to get into with you guys. Mm-hmm. Would it, in your eyes, count 
if he breaks yeah. the record because yeah. of that last game? Yes. Yeah. 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 Or does it matter more if he breaks it before? No, it wouldn't matter to me either way. Like, that's a lot yeah, of yards, point, man. At that point, they already added Because right now, the You record, played your ass off at that point, too. Like, bro, yeah. I looked at it. Uh, he, he says, the record like, is held at 122 receiving. Uh, what? I'm sorry? Receptions? Receptions. Let's do it again. Here, let's do it again. What is it? The record is held at 122 receptions. <laughs> not receivings? No, not receivings. He receiving these nuts in the chins? Oh, my God. Hey! And it's at 1,964 <laughs> yards. That's impressive. By Metatron. So, you got Rams, Cardinals. Uh, I'm taking the Cardinals. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm all Cardinals. in. I fully believe the Cardinals are badass. Cardinals. I'm going Cardinals, but I know the Rams really want to like win this game to I, I prove something. Do some but shit because is, I feel like they can. Pull I felt, off. but see, that's that was. I want them to pull it off so bad. So and that, that's here's my issue with the Rams. They've shown you how bad of a team they can be. Yeah, and, and then they show you how good of a team. But the problem is they got so. And I have I warned this. I said this shit after it happened when they yep. beat the Bucks in Week Three. They get so overly emotional about a win, but then they'll lose two or three straight. That's Matthew Stafford's career in a nutshell. Yeah, I think it's L.A. They're happy about when it doesn't <coughs> Matthew Stafford, his entire career is two good games, one bad game. One good game, three bad games. That's his career. Like, he's done his whole career. They are scheming for Cooper Cup, and then they're going to get ate up by Van Jefferson. I think Van Jefferson is an excellent start in this game. Van Jefferson is going to In a flex situation, I think it's a great a situation. Him, mm-hmm. T. Higgins... Not T. Higgins. T. Higgins. Um, the fuck are you Higby, talking about? Higby. Higby. Oh. I'm sorry. We just got <laughs> off that game. We just got off the game. Higby. <laughs> I, was like, what? I don't know about Odell as being a great start this game. I feel like he might scratch 10 points. but The know. thing with Odell is which Odell are you getting? You ain't see him last it's week. It's the he same re- guy every time. Every no, it's not. He revived himself last week. He's back. Oh, my God. He got one touchdown. Get hey, off his nuts you, at. He got two touchdowns. He got two touchdowns. He has two. Did you see him revive himself yes. in the end zone? No, he had one last week, but two overall. <laughs> he has two overall. He, hey, back-to-back say, games. Yeah. Back-to-back game. He, did you see it? He said, ugh. It revived itself like the video game. Jumped back up. Oh, he is God. a cartoon character. Get right. out of my face. Anyways, guys, I have a question. It's getting colder. The weather outside is frightful, but the beer is so delightful. You like that? Yo, shout out to High Noons. Hey, um, I have a question that I want to start doing every single week. What is our what? What would you say is our tailgate food of the week, guys? If you're going to a football game this week, we feel like there's certain things that gotta be at a tailgate. I got to thinking about it. I was like, we should do this every week and just see. If some, y'all can send us some pictures. Send us some pictures of what you're tailgating with. So, I know, Ty, you said before the game, you're thinking more of the brats, the hot dogs, the chili dog. Sure. You know I'm what? I'm going to switch it up for you, though. I'm in line, though. Okay. Give me the rib that you can throw in the meat just fall. Ooh, that's a pretty that. cool one. I need that. See, I gave you that like week one or right, two of this. Right, sir. Right. 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 <laughs> Michelin star see. over here was throwing down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the ribs. It gotta have the ribs. Ribs. That's how. That's how. All right. So our pick for food of the week for the tailgate is ribs. What kind of ribs though? Oh, St. Louis style. All right. Dry, dry rub, soft stuff. What's up? We tailgate. They gotta be dry rub. Okay. Oh, wow. Sauce on the side. Yeah, sauce on the side. side. All right. Wow. 
You gotta rest them for a little bit too, man, so to make yeah, sure that like, that so you know what I'm saying the meat tenderizes. Two oh six. Hey, there you go. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's wow. how you know what you're doing. You, that you, is how you know what you're doing. You got this down Psych, you guys are wrong. It's 205. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that said, one degree changes everything, guys. Come on now. Never mind. I, thought, I really thought we could do something with this and it would be fun. No, because he such... cooks. So it's, it's, he's going to tell you the real. And then, oh, you can't get me. Uh, no. Just saying. We didn't even I know. think it's a good choice, though. Ribs. I like that. Ribs. Smoking them out, right? Smoked yes, out? Yes, sir. Especially so how do you get there to start smoking them out? We need at least a three-hour smoke. Three-hour smoke? Wow. And you know they're already going to be there. Is it a puff, puff, pass smoke, or is it like one one long drag smoke? We got, we got to the <laughs> 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 To the head. He said, is it a puff, puff, pass? <laughs> Just saying. That's right. Now, guys, I have a final question for everybody. To end the show, instead of just ending the show with a bunch of bullshit like we always do, we're still going to end the show with a bunch of bullshit. However, we want to give y'all final thoughts. So, this is our final thoughts. Final thoughts is going to be a new segment we're going to do at the end of every show where we take a minute, two minutes tops, and just give you something, whether it happened this last week, happening this week, or about to happen, that we feel that maybe should catch your attention or that caught our attention and we wanted to bring it up. So, we're going to lead it off with Curtis. Curtis, give me your final thought. My final thought is, as a person that loves sports, I never realized how much money affects everything. Um, seeing a spot like the Staples Center get the letters taken off was like, yo, they really just took off the letters of like where Kobe was at. And it's like $700 million to rename that, that whole arena for 20 years is stupid crazy and it made me really look into all the money that's really getting thrown around from uh master P's son's uh nil deal being two million dollars um tivo giving the entire georgia tech football team a uh, nil deal that to me just seeing how far the money goes i really want to know how much uh texas will have for their little longhorn uh their their longhorn espn uh channel that they will have it's just seeing a lot of money. Like Patrick Mahomes, Patrick Mahomes has has a lot of money too. What? What, bro? What? What? He said, ended up two minutes. <laughs> oh, good God! Go, keep going. God, it's his time. Let eat him go. A, eat a rib and shut your fucking mouth. God, go shave your fucking chin. Right. God, learn the Monday night. Damn, yeah, nobody likes you. Just go in order. Reception is versus receiving. Right. Gosh. All right, keep going. Who's guy think he is, bro? I got a fucking cramp <laughs> right underneath my butt cheek. <laughs> but, yeah, you know, like, Pat, Pat Mahomes uh, deal and all this money is like, sports, is, it has a lot of money, believe it or not. It, you just got to see it to believe it. And now I am wrapped up because Tyreek seems to try to interrupt everything. So I'm go ahead. Saying, he said a two-minute roundup. He took like eight minutes doing the whole round. I'm just saying. <laughs> so there's money in sports. It is. Yeah. It's a lot. There's it's, money it's in way, sports. We pay these guys millions of dollars. Thank you, guys. Hey, think, of, face, think, think about how many people get paid off One their of the jersey sports sales. movies right there. All right. Charlie, Ty. Charlie Sheen. Ty, give me your final thoughts, sir. Final thoughts. I still feel like Miami's going to win out this season. I feel like at the most they have maybe one loss. I feel like they sneak their way into the playoffs. I almost Damn. You, I almost thought you said the, the Hurricanes. 
Miami. Your, your season's lost. My- Never mind, buddy. Miami. Miami. So what makes you feel that way, though? I mean, look at this. They're on a winning streak now, and the rest of their schedule isn't that bad. So I, I could only see them losing one game. I'll say they might take a loss against the Saints, but I feel like they can get through the Titans. They can get through the Patriots. And I feel like they'll make it through the rest of their schedule pretty easy. Mm-hmm. Especially with guys clinching the playoffs. So, <coughs> with guys clinching the playoffs, I feel like a lot of starters aren't going to be in the game. So, I feel like they can finish out the season really well. They just mm. got to hope they head-to-head matchups are, are good enough to where to favor them when it comes down to it. Mm. There you go. That's, that's going to be the real That's gonna be the real tough one. Just stay 10 toes down. Two are going to finish it. Yeah, there you go. Right. You got four teams. That's eight and four. Somebody going to have to fold. That, that I don't know, I mean, the AFC's got really interesting, actually. The AFC, throughout the year, has been kind of boring on the AFC side. And, they and also, the past couple of weeks has really picked up. You're kind of like, oh, Every, this is getting everybody interesting. Everybody has the same record. I'm getting it really got, interesting. You got the Bills and the Bengals on the end. Dude, that's going to be a wild one. I like that take, though. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm here for a hot take like that. That's yeah, a good, that's a, that's actually, a good hot actually, take. Actually, that's actually, a good hot take. Because I have right. to pay attention to it. So. I have to pay attention to it. <laughs> it's in my division. I'm so... Final thoughts so far. There's money in sports. <laughs> money. It, you gotta think I don't it, know how to say it. Because, because it's, like, it's like, I would have never seen the Staples Center being worth like $700 million to change the name. Like, that's a lot of damn money. Dude, that's a lot of money That's a for lot that. of it money. Really I would have never, and then when you sit back and, okay, this kid has $2 million for bouncing the basketball in college. He's a freshman. That's like, impressive. Man. That's that. When you start to think about how much money is in this, okay, None of these dudes get their money from their jersey sales. Like, and you can have a top selling jersey for three years. You're never going to see that money. Jerry Jones is going to see that money. You got all the owners. That's a lot of money. All right. So I'm going to go with my final thought. In the spirit of the fact that it was just Thanksgiving, you know, what, a week ago now? Two weeks ago, a week and a half ago, whatever. We're coming into Christmas. um, And it's also Jimmy V week. Yeah. Um, so you see a lot of really cool stories in specifically in sports of where people overcome and the idea of overcoming cancer can be terrifying. It is awful. Um, and I think that something that ESPN, as much as I give ESPN a lot of crap, one thing they do really well is this V week and this V foundation. Um, so I'm not telling you to go support the V foundation. But what I am going to tell you to do is get checked if you need to get checked. And don't, you know, be scared. Oh, it's just a bump. It'll go away later. Don't do that. Go get checked. Um, a lot of times, you know, if you check it early, you can stop it early. Um, unfortunately, cancer did take out my grandfather, you know, a few years back. And my family has had to deal with cancer before. And you see people, whether it's like James Conner who's overcome just awful odds while in college and then now in the NFL surviving cancer he's, like he did. Going crazy with it. Yeah, you see stories like that and you just really want to root for people like that. So my final thought is, guys, it's okay to get checked. It's cool. It's not too, like, it's not, you know, femme to go get checked. It's good to get checked. Don't be too manly. Yeah. And We're feminists. And I'm going to go ahead and just down that right now, guys. We're not feminists. <laughs> Um, but anyways, um, I, it really does just hit home there. Like I I see the V week and I just see how it took out my grandfather and I saw the things that it did to my mother and 
I, uh, my mom beat it and you know, she's been, I think two, I think she's two years now cancer free. So things like that kind of just hit home with me. And I was, I saw a V commercial, you know, V foundation commercial before we did this tonight. And I switched up my final thought to that because I think it is good to raise awareness. It is good to talk about getting checked. It is good to, if you can volunteer time or donate some cash, um, look up the organization first, know where the money's going, but for the people to really be able to try to fight cancer um, and just know if you are fighting cancer, you're not alone. We support you. We support you. Everybody will support you. So that is my final thought for the week. Guys, this is the end of the show. We're about to get the fuck up off of this thing. Now, I do want to say really, really quick, guys, y'all balled the fuck out on hitting that play button. Balled out. So thank you. Shout out to you guys. Keep balling out. And we appreciate you. Shout out to, to the overseas uh, Bucks UK. Shout out hey. to the Bucks UK. Yep. Uh, so anyways, we really appreciate that. Y'all, y'all fucking hit that, that play button a lot. Don't, don't be scared to leave a review. Hey, you guys blow. We know. We got a Buffalo fan. All they know is blow. So, guys, thank you so much. I'm sorry. Buffalo Chris. bitch. Oh, man. I'm going to get him started again. I don't don't worry. To. We're going to take you to the town. What? I'm going to take you downtown. That sounds... Oh, wait, what, oh, wait, what is going on? Okay. Sus? The town. Buffalo. I feel like he's coming out to I'm, us right I'm, now, but like first. not coming out, but I'm is coming out. I'm going to take you to the town. The town. You're not there, so you wouldn't understand the lingo. Yo, that motherfucker's I'm, simple. I'm going to take you <laughs> I'm to afraid. Buffalo, and then you're gonna I'm afraid for you. You Can guys you have don't somebody escort me to my car? I might have to. Okay. Have, oh, he doesn't understand the lingo. And just, the lingo of what? He don't, I don't think either of us understand it. What town? Buffalo. Bitch, no one's going to Buffalo. It's cold and dreary and shitty. Ain't one of them go there right now. Actually, it's pretty goddamn. Murder rate is very high. It is really fucking high. So the murder rate's high, it's cold as fuck and snowing. That sounds like an awful time. It's actually my favorite place in the world. It's okay, I'm just... Great! Ah, you like... You want to be up in the ice? He's lived here for like the last 18 years. What are you talking about? I hate Tyreek. Tyreek lies on my life. He tells everybody I have kids. I don't have kids. Yeah, Curtis has has six kids. We just found that out. Yeah, six. six. Yeah, it's Curtis six. has six kids. Bro. Congratulations. <laughs> and a set of twins. Yep, he just found out. He's got six kids, three baby mamas. <laughs> Curtis's mouth here. just dropped. It's wild out here. It is. No, it's not. The most recent one was Korean. We were really excited for him. What? Yeah, she could bend in all kinds of ways. Guys, thank you so much for listening, and we are out. Oh god. <laughs>